Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. Today I want to speak to you on that topic of moms. How many know moms are special? And for, for many of you here today, I know it can be a bittersweet day. Those have, have lost a mom, have not, don't have a mom. And I, and I totally understand that. But I want you to know whether that was a great relationship or a bad relationship, you would not be here without your mother. Amen. Now, the dad has something to do with it as well, but your mom is the one that birthed you. The mom is the one that had that connection with you, and you would not be here without your mom. For that reason alone, you should be thankful to your mom. Amen? Can I get an amen on that? Amen. So today we honor our moms in this place to celebrate the life that has been given through their battle-worn bodies. And all the moms said amen. Yes, I use the word battle because moms have fought for their kids, have fought for their families, their spouses, and so forth. Amen. And yet, this day that we celebrate isn't just a very simple day of honoring, Mother. It's a day of joy, but as I mentioned, it's a day of pain. It, It stirs up memories of those that don't have that mom right now. And again, it's a bittersweet reminder for some that mothers aren't here any longer. Or maybe it's a bittersweet reminder of a difficult relationship that you may have had with a mother, your mom, whether it be a stepmom, a foster mom. But I want to remind you today, again, that you wouldn't be here without that mom. There are thousands of brave moms and women around the world in this country that are smiling on the outside, putting on a beautiful smile, a brave face, but inside they're dying. Inside they're challenged. Inside they're barely making it happen for everybody else's sake. Just to make it through another Mother's Day, just to make it through another year. All the while, they may be screaming on the inside, filled with pain, emotional despair, and all that life throws at us, and especially these last two years, on top of everything else. I want to remind those mothers today, if you're here today, maybe experiencing that, watching online, can I just remind you, you are loved. God loves you. God just has his picture on his refrigerator up in heaven with your face on it. Amen? That's how much God loves you. You know, if your husbands didn't tell you today, if your man didn't tell you today, God loves you. Amen? Now, you are loved, and here's what I want to try to get to you across to you today is that family is, a, is the primary image that Scripture paints throughout Scripture, from the New Testament to the Old Testament. It's about family. It traces the bloodline of Jesus all the way from the Old Testament into the New Testament. But it centers around family. And the moms are the primary focus of that family. Without the moms, we wouldn't have the lineage. Amen? And, and so for that reason, again, moms are probably the most important part of the family. Sorry, dads. It's not all about you. Uh, we'll get to you next month in June. Amen? Um, here, I want to ask you this. How many remember watching this movie called Hook 
about Robin Williams was in it, it was Peter Pan. It was, a, it was a really great movie back in the 90s sometime. It's about a grown-up, burned-out Peter Pan played by Robin Williams, the late Robin Williams, whose children have been kidnapped by his archenemy, Captain Hook. And I just want to share this with you uh, because I thought it was so important. Near the end of the movie, Peter Pan has Hook right in his sights, and he's about to take his revenge on him. But Maggie, his daughter, his little daughter, grabs his hand and says, the captain is just a mean old man without a mommy. Doesn't that make sense? All of us just need a mommy sometimes. All of us just need a mama to hug us, to tell us you're loved. And um, how, many, how many would agree with that, amen? And, and today, before I go any longer, I want to recognize my mom and dad are here. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. Give them a big hand. It's a blessing to have your mom at any age, and it's truly a blessing to have my mom here today, and we honor her today, amen. But getting back to little Maggie's words, I believe those words are so true Again, almost all the heartache in the world that we suffer as children can be eased by just the gentle words of a mom, a mama, a hug, a squeeze, or just a look of affirmation, of affection. Amen? I believe we all need to feel the love of a mother if you've never experienced that. But just as important as all the things the mama gives to us, that moms give to us, I believe that there are things that every mother here needs, every mom that's watching. You all need these things that I want to talk to you about. But before we go into that, I want to turn to our sermon text today, and it's found in Proverbs. No surprise there. Proverbs chapter 31, and I want to read to you verses 28 through 31. If you'll stand with me as we read, if you're able to stand this afternoon, let's stand and honor the Word of God. And let's begin our reading in verse 28 of chapter 31. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Let's uh, pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this uh, passage in your word. We thank you for the words that are anointed. We thank you, Lord, for moms today, both present and past. Lord, we pray your blessing upon each one here today, each one watching today. May this be a day filled with blessings for them. And we give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Now, I didn't know that passage, you know, it was written well, well over 2,500 years ago. I didn't know it was going to be written for my mom here 2,500 years later, but it is. And you may be saying the same thing today. Well, that was written about my mom or about my wife or my spouse. I, I would say the same thing about my wife. That passage fits Anna, if you know her. Amen. If you have a mother to call today, you are blessed. Can I get an amen? You are blessed. 
So we give thanks to our moms on this day. And on this day, many of you have already gone out and bought flowers or a card or some chocolates or a gift. Maybe you've been the recipient from your children of some gifts on Mother's Day. And, and that's great, and that's what you should do to honor the mother that brought you into this world. Amen? Next month, we'll talk about the fathers who can take you out of this world. Okay, that's another subject. But for the next few moments, I want to speak to you on what our moms deserve. Our moms deserve, number one, obedience. And every mom said, amen. Obedience. Say that word with me. Obedience. Clean your room. Wash the dishes. Vacuum the floor. All of us heard that growing up. Make your bed. And, and sh you know, it should be that after a while, you don't need to be told to do those things. You shouldn't be 39 and have someone telling you, aren't you going to make the bed? You know, you, hopefully you're making the bed. I learned a long time ago, somebody taught us that if you make your bed and you get home at the end of a long day and you didn't accomplish nothing, at least you made the bed. Amen? So moms know what they're talking about when they say, Oh, be obedient. Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, chapter 6 and verse 1, a very well-known passage of Scripture says the following, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. For this is right. But wait a minute, Pastor Rick, you don't know how crazy and whacked out my mom is or how crazy and whacked out my dad is. It didn't say that. It said, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. It's called being obedient. Everybody say that word again, obedient. We've lost the meaning of that word in our day and age. The other day, Raquel texted me as she was leaving her workplace. I'll just say, it's Coles in Vallejo. She was going on her lunch break, and she's saying, Dad, there's a guy walking out with about six pairs of shoes and she was going to video or record them. I said, no, nah, you better not. You're out in the parking lot. You never know what they're going to do. So, no, but there, people are disobedient in our day and age. How many would agree with that? We have a, a world, a generation that is so disobedient. But today, your moms, our spouses, a mom today needs you to be obedient to her. Listen to this in Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 8, where it says this. It says, listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. Amen. How many still remember the things your mom taught you when you were just a young child? Things you don't ever forget. All of you. It doesn't matter how old we get. We still remember the things that our mom has taught us. Besides, clean your room. Wash the dishes, vacuum the house, wash your clothes, fold them, put them away. We need to be obedient to our mom. That is the very first thing a mom desires and wants, and they deserve it. Amen? And, and you, you've heard the expression, uh, happy wife, happy life. Well, when the mom's happy, everybody's happy. That's how it goes. When mom's happy, everybody's happy. The second thing I would tell you that moms need is respect. Say respect. Another word that has lost its power and appeal in our generation. When you say respect, you look at our generation and you just look around and say, we've lost it. 
There is no more respect. There's no more respect for authority. There's no more respect for our political system, whether whatever side you're on. There's no respect for teachers. There's, there's no respect anywhere. But I want to remind you today, your mom, your spouse, deserve respect. To respect your mom is to honor your mom. Let's read from Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 2 and 3. If you don't have this underlined in your Bible, you should. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 2 and 3. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. You see what the scripture is saying is when you do that, there's a promise attached to that when you do that. So that it may go well with you. This is the promise. So that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on this earth. So did you catch that? You want to live a long life on this earth and that it may go well with you? Honor your mother. Honor your father. It's that simple. And our generation is missing that. They completely miss that. Respect your mom is to honor your mom. The Greek word for honor is tameo, the meaning which is valuable, precious, honored. Valuable, precious, honored. And then, of course, if I can speak to you in our modern-day language, respect, R-E-S-P-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Amen? Find out what it means to your mom. And, and respect her. Obey her. Respect her. You know, growing up, in my generation, it's one thing that you always did. You, and, and in the previous generations, you always honored and respected your parents. How many agree with me that are from back in that generation, right? Not like this generation now that is cussing out their mom and dad in Walmart, uh, is cussing them out wherever, and showing them disrespect. You never disrespected your parents. Never. Even as adults, we should never, ever disrespect your parents. You, even if you don't agree with them, you still respect them. You still honor them. Can I get an amen? Your mom deserves your respect. The next thing I would tell you, and I'm not going to be long today. We've got some, some gifts we want to give the ladies today. But the next thing I would tell you that our moms, our moms need our mama's need is affection. Affection. And you may not be a hugger. That's, the, that's a tough thing. If you're not a hugger and to, ha to give somebody a hug, that's tough. But our moms need affection. Our moms will not be with us forever. We all know that. We know that our moms are only here for a short time on this earth. And you need to show them affection while they're here. How do you show affection to them? It's it's a, a hug is the very first thing you think of. But there are other ways to show affection to your mom. Saying, I love you. Hugs, gifts, a card. Being there in their presence are all ways to show affection towards your mom. The truth is, your mom showed you affection as a child, raised you, pampered you. In fact, changed your pampers cleaned you up, the least you could do is show her affection. But Pastor Rick, she's a cranky old lady now. She's turned into, you don't have to say it, she's your mom. 
you honor her, respect her, always, amen? And you give her affection. Amen. How many know that's, that's the truth? You show her affection, amen? And the next thing I would tell you would be show her wisdom. What do I mean by that? Well, moms, as we know, are all such a great source of wisdom. When you were a child, you didn't necessarily go running to dad. You went running to mom. Mom, help. Help me. You went to dad as a last resort. I know. All of you did the same thing. You went to your mom first. And you said, I need help with this. Or, or I cut myself. And mom would go get the Band-Aid and the, and the Mercurochrome, if you're my age. You know, that red stuff. And then put it on your fingers and, and then fix you up. And away you went feeling better. Moms were a great source of wisdom, right? And... Uh, why is that? Well, I believe it's because of that connection, that physical and spiritual connection they have with their child, with their children. God also gives them the wisdom to do what's best for that child. Can I get an amen? See, every child is different, and every child has to be raised and spoken to in a different way that gets their attention. You can't just speak the same language to every single one. It just doesn't work. But mothers have a great way of deciphering that. It's called wisdom. Amen? One of the joys, though, in addition to that, for a mother is to see that same wisdom passed on to her children, to see a mom raising a, a family right. You know, we, we shouldn't be having to cause our, our, our parents grief. Our, our mother grief. Because see, the truth is, if any, anybody here that's a parent, you always worry about your children. It doesn't matter if they're two years old or 52 years old. You worry about them when there's something going on. You know, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, and I caused grief for my mom and dad when I was 17 years old and going to be a dad, that's not the plan of God. How many know that? Amen? It wasn't for me at that time. When, when my brother Reuben, um, there's a call to the house from the police to come and pick him up because he's being held at the police station as a young teenager. Didn't even have his driver's license. And they had to go pick him, causing grief to, to my mom and dad. When my sister Yolanda was diagnosed with an illness that was just about ready to take her life in that moment. Those are all things that cause a mom grief. And you and I were not created to cause our mom grief. Amen? We should use wisdom in our life to show our parents that we have understood and been taught right. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 1. Listen to these words in Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 1. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. Mothers worry enough for their children. We should not give them unnecessary grief. We shouldn't be giving them unnecessary grief. Be a source of wisdom to your mom. Give them that wisdom. Return that wisdom to your mom. Amen? And then I would further tell you, what else do moms need would be righteousness. Righteous living. 
can bring joy to your mom, to your parents, to know that you're not out on the streets, to know that you're not hooked on drugs, to know that you're not living a life less than what they think you should be. Amen? That's a source of righteousness. But here's the thing. Can I just tell you this? We can't do it in our own strength. We need God in us to help us overcome. Amen? We've all been there. I know, I know your stories. We've been there. We've cha- gone through those challenges. And we've overcome. Amen? By the power of the blood. When we make right choices in life. When we choose the, thing, the things God chooses for our life. That's when we live in righteousness. That's when we can give that gift of righteousness to our mom and say, hey, look, are you proud of me? I'm choosing the right path now versus the old path that I was on. Amen. These are all things that lead to righteous character for each of us and bring, in turn brings joy to your mom. As a parent, I can tell you there's nothing greater or more important in life than to have righteous character. I have three daughters, and I want every one of them to live right. No parent in here desires that their child not live right. There's no parent. No parent ever existed like that. Every parent desires that that child would grow up in righteousness and be saved from all that the world throws at them. Amen? And that is, what a, that is the gift you can give your mom or your spouse, if you're a a man here today. Let me read to you from Proverbs chapter 23, verses 24 through 25. It says the following, The father of a righteous child has great joy. A man who fathers a wise son rejoices in him. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. Again, the child that lives in righteousness brings joy to that parent. I know there are, there are some that I, I've been texted, pray for my child who's a wayward child, who's, who's living on the street, who's not doing this, who's not doing that. And, and I get told those things, and it breaks my heart for that, for that parent. But, but children, if you have your parents here today, or if you're, you can pick up the phone and call your mom Give them some of that righteousness, amen? Share that righteousness with someone else is what I'm trying to tell you today. And if you follow Jesus faithfully, that is the true righteousness that your mom deserves. If she's in heaven today, if your mom is in heaven, live righteously for her in heaven, amen? So that one day she can be proud of you, amen? And then the next thing I would tell you, and this is the last one I will share today, but the last thing would be care. Care. Everybody say care. There's this thing called the circle of life. How many know there's a circle of life? We have a beginning point, just like all of you were raised by your mom, raised by your dad. They put you in diapers, they cleaned you up, they saw you grow up, and then that circle of life comes back. And at some point, you may have to be a caregiver to your mom, to your dad. It's called the circle of life. Our mom who cared for for us, doted on us, fed us, will one day not be that same strong person that she was when we were children. 
I still remember my mom getting on the floor when we had a linoleum floor in the kitchen, getting on that floor and, and waxing it on her hands and knees. I can't imagine her doing that now. Well, plus it's a tile floor now. But back in the day, she would get on her hands and knees and scrub that floor, and it would look spick and span, really nice and clean. Anybody have a memory like that growing up? But there's a time coming when that responsibility changes from the mom to the children. When life comes around in a circle, you and I are to care, if necessary, provide for our moms. The scriptures tell us to take care of the widows. We watch out for the widows in our church. For Mother Betty, the church does that as a, as a whole, and you do an amazing job. We have about three widows in our church that we try to take care of and, and help them with anything they need. And that's a blessing to them, amen? We are commanded to do that. Listen to the words in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 4. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn first of all to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents, for this is pleasing to God. Wow. And you know what I see in our generation? Kids do this. They wash their hands, and they put them in an institution. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. Sometimes financially or uh, physically you're unable to for, for one reason or another, and those things happen. But I see our generation just like, I'm not going to do that. You worry about that. You know, our family shouldn't function like that. Amen? Your family should always come first. That's what we were taught. Your family always comes first. You may need to be your mom's social security someday. I mean, helping them financially. You may need to be a caregiver to your mom. You may need to change her depends one day. God forbid. Amen? I remember Anna doing this with her mom. Her mom, for the last 10 years of her life, was on dialysis before she died at the age of 62, at my age. She passed away at my age. Elizabeth Aguirre spent 10 years on dialysis, and it took a toll on her health, and eventually she passed away. And during this time, Anna was taking her mom to doctor appointments, she was taking her to the hospital when she had medical emergencies in the middle of the night. Going, I mean, she had everything from the dialysis to a shunt placed in her wrist, later in her, I think in her chest, plugged shunts, plugged portals. I mean, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And during that time, Anna was always there on multiple occasions, cleaning her house, cleaning after them, cooking for them. All the while, our two daughters under the age of 12, Anna's household chores, her husband Rick, were kind of put to the side, not in a bad way, but her family came first. Her mom needed care. So we took care of her mom. Anna took care of her. And, and that is the most beautiful thing you can do as a child for your parent, is to care for your parent. Amen? I need a bigger amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. 
Our moms deserve the best care we can afford to give them. And for us, that was the best care we could afford to do. You see, the love of, mo of a mother for a child is the closest thing to the love of God for each of you. It's the closest thing you'll ever have. From the time of conception or adoption for some moms, there is a oneness between the mother and the child just like there is between you and God. There is a oneness with you and God. But we know that not all mother and daughter relationships weather the storms of life. And many are broken. Many are unforgiven. Many, many daughters, many sons have unforgiveness and bitterness towards their mom. And that may be someone here watching today. And these broken relationships grieve God Almighty. It was never intended for that, to end that way. Broken relationships grieve the heart of God, and every effort should be made to bring reconciliation, to bring forgiveness, to bring an end to that. And you may be here today or may be watching saying, well, Pastor Rick, my mom has passed, and I never had the chance to make it right. It's not too late. I will tell you today, it's not too late. Today, you can bring that to God Almighty. You can say, Lord, I want you to feel this hole I have in my heart, this hole that aches for forgiveness. I never got the chance to tell my mother what I really needed to tell her. And, and so what I would challenge you to do is, if you really want to restore and reconcile your relationship with your mom today, the Bible tells us today is the day, not mañana. It actually says that. Today is the day. I threw in the mañana part. But if you really want to restore and reconcile your relationship with your mom, ask the Lord for forgiveness today. So I want to invite everybody to stand today. I told you I wasn't going to take a long time today. But I want to invite you to stand today, if you would, and I want you to think about your relationship with your mom. And I'm praying it was a great relationship. I'm praying it was a good relationship. But if you're here today or if you're watching and that wasn't the case, I want to I wanna just lead you in a prayer of forgiveness because you've held on to this too long. You've lived too long to hold on to this. And it's about time to let it go. If she's not here any longer, I want you to ask God to forgive you and to mend that broken place in your heart today. So I want you to say this prayer. Just, just repeat it with me, but I want you to mean this prayer with all of your heart, if that's you. Just say it with me, all of you here today. Heavenly Father, I come before you. I have held unforgiveness in my heart towards my mom. I have held bitterness in my heart towards my mom. And I am sick and tired of holding on to it. Lord, I give it to you. And I ask you to heal me in the name of Jesus that I would not hold this anymore. Lord, from this day forward, I receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. You know, today, look at me. If you can give your mom a, or spouse a gift, a card, flowers, that's great. That's wonderful. You should. I would encourage you to do that. But also, don't forget to give them your obedience. Give them your respect. Give them your affection, your wisdom, your righteousness, and your care. How many promise me you will do that? Amen? With your spouse today, with your mom today, share that with them. Amen? Amen. Let's, let, let me close in prayer, and then we're going to transition to some wonderful gifts that we have for our moms today. So let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, again, we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for each mom in this place today. Now we ask your blessing, Father. We pray your blessing upon each one. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.